We are Unqualified Parenting. We're here to do the work researching topics so that you don't have to. We're a dad and a mom aiming to bring you our own unique perspective from our two very different blended families. Yeah. Yeah. So this episode. Oh, we're starting. Oh, did we record? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Hi, Jen. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Man, my mic level is way off. Is it way high? Super high. I like a kite. So this is episode nine, and it's This called... is not episode nine. Is it 10? This is 10. Shit. Episode eight just Double hit digits. the streets today. Episode nine's in the can, as well, they say. I need to change my notes then. It's it is called... Let's talk about X, baby mamas. You have to do it like the song. Let's talk about X, baby mamas. (laughs) Let's talk about X, you and me. No. (laughs) I tried. What do you mean, X, baby mamas? Like, they're no longer Well, I guess they're still baby mamas. Okay. But they're also exes. Okay. So it kind of covers both bases. All those bitches yeah when you told me about this topic i got thinking about it and i was like of course everyone's ex-baby mama's crazy they all are <laughs> and then i realized wait i'm probably all of my ex-girlfriend's crazy ex-boyfriend i'm the crazy ex-boyfriend probably i'm the crazy ex probably we are all someone else's crazy yeah i could totally see that we just yeah. have to find the craziness that matches us. Exactly. And then we're good. So it's totally biased. It's like a confirmation bias. I'm not crazy. They're crazy. <laughs> Everyone's like, yeah, Jen, you're right. You're not crazy at all. She's crazy. Yep. And then they go talk to their friends and they're like, that bitch crazy. They're like, oh, Jen, what a bitch. She crazy, crazy. She don't know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so ex baby mamas. Ex comma baby mamas. Ex-convict baby mamas. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, how, how you been, Jen? It's been, what, two weeks? Yep. We don't talk to each other anymore. You're I too know. busy at work. I need to. I'm hoping once things are set up at my new job more, like, where there's a flow and things are working and in place that we'll have more time. If not, I'm going to call... Child Protective Services. I'm going to call Thread into your work. And then I'm going to be like, and my name is Jen. (laughs) And I sound like a man. And then I'll I'll get fired. Yeah. Oh, I see. We can chat. Will I get unemployment? No. There's no unemployment for calling in bomb threats (laughs) to the place where you work. Are you sure? I know from experience. (laughs) Bad experience. Well, how's life been treating you? It's been good. Finley's trying to say all the words. She's just mimicking everything we're saying, so it's pretty cute. She decided... You got to watch your swear words now. Yes, I do. Yep. She decided for about four days this week that I wasn't going to get any kisses. So anytime (laughs) I'd say, can I have a kiss goodnight, she would shake her head back and forth so hard that her hair would like whip in her face. And she just she just didn't want to give me kisses. What do you do? Are you taking it I personally? Just say, Are you getting mad? Are you what? like, fuck The you. only night I took it personally was because she wanted to go in her crib. So she pointed at her crib, like, please get away from me. Put yeah. me in my crib. 
And then she wanted her bottle. So not only did she not want me, but she didn't want me to feed her. She just wanted to feed herself and not give me a kiss and for me to go away. So that one was hard to not do. You have fulfilled your role, parent. I desire no comfort, (laughs) no cuddles, and no loves. So that that was rough. And then today, when I said, can I have a kiss, and we were at daycare, she ran up to Ben and gave him a kiss, which is the other little boy at daycare, and I wanted to beat her. So, no, I just I just say, okay, and I give her a hug, and I don't make her do it, or sometimes I'll just kiss her on the cheek. But today, she finally gave me a kiss. Did she? Yes. I used to grab Aubrey, and I'd like give her a raspberry right in her neck she wouldn't give me a kiss they're like fine i'm gonna give you a kiss it's pretty funny yeah at least she's been doing it to other people like steve too and my mom at one point so it's not just me they're learning she's learning control she's learning her words have power yeah it's a good thing yeah and i'm trying to teach her like if you don't want someone to kiss you they shouldn't just because are you guys like like a lovey family like when you see each other, like, oh, hugs and kisses. When you leave, hugs and kisses. We do hugs um, when we leave and usually kisses, I guess, but not. sometimes we might not. Or sometimes if I'm just running to the store, we what, don't what do a hug or kiss. What if you're like your parents' house and you go to leave? I'll give them a Are you a like, hug. Finley, go give loves. Go give hugs. Well, they, they'll ask like for a oh. hug and kiss, but I'll give them a hug. It's it's interesting because in my family, we were huggers. If you were at a family gathering, you were leaving, you gave everyone a hug. That's just what you did. Yeah. So my wife's family, Mikkel, that you'll hear on the episode, episode nine. that comes out between now and the future. Because <laughs> right now we're in the past, but this is for the future. Oh, shit. I broke my brain. <laughs> So her family aren't that way. They're not mm-hmm. lovey-dovey. They're not huggers. Is she a hugger? Mikkel? Yeah. Not mm. really. That's sad. No, but having my daughter, and every time we're at a family gathering, I have her go give loves. Now as there have been new little people added, <laughs> they've started doing that in the whole family. <laughs> so it's this thing that's kind of caught on. That's cool. So now all the little kids, you know, give loves, say Aww. thank you for whatever. That's nice. It's it's nice. It feels good. It's <laughs> good. Yeah. Not not too bad. <laughs> so work's been good? Yeah. Busy? Yeah. Yes, we've had internet. It's amazing what the internet takes down nowadays. Mm-hmm. Everything. It takes down our phones because everything's all VOIP, VOIP. VOIP. It takes down our lab because we create stuff in a lab there because we're mad scientists. It, it just, it knocks out everything. It's... It's insane. Yeah. And my work, uh, when we do our art, most of our art lives on a server that's kind of central. Everyone can remote into it. When the internet dies, we lose local access uh, to our server. See, we're wired in so we can at least access our pictures and stuff. But yeah, that so, would yeah, suck. Internet goes down. Everything, we literally can't yeah. do anything. Ugh. That's so annoying. I love it. I wish the internet would go down. Every day. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> oh, I every hated it. day. It was so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jen, tell me about your ex baby mamas. Well, I only have one. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, it's it's my husband's ex. A good tip 
for people who have people who are stepmoms? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> the way your brain works <laughs> after years of working together, you have it, it's like you're wired. You have this destination, I and there's this there. there's this route that like normal people take that has like <laughs> some twists and turns and maybe a few rest stops. And you're just like, we're talking about like, you want to know a tip? <laughs> you just go straight into like. Here's the tip. Here's what it is. Get into business. (laughs) So what is the tip? It's if you are a stepmom or stepdad and you have that uh, ex in your life, like I used to call her my husband's ex, Mm -hmm. but now I call her Lily's mom Mm -hmm. because you can empathize people better if you're like relating to them as another parent. Right. Versus an ex, which is someone not wanted, you know, whereas, but like if it's a fellow parent, then you automatically feel kind of a kinship to them. I could see that. So and that's, that's why we do the opposite. We just call my ex number one. <laughs> Who's number two? My wife. Now. Oh. <laughs> Who's number three? <laughs> the next one. Wherever she is out there. No, so we used to, it was really hard because I'd talk to my daughter and I'd be like, your mom. And then she'd give me that look and I'd be like, Mikkel, your mom now, mm-hmm. or your mom, Rebecca in Washington. So then it got to the point where I was like, let's just refer to your mom as Rebecca because that's her name. And then my brother-in-law got married to a Rebecca. Oh, so come now on, I can't say Rebecca. So now it's like your mom in Washington, Rebecca. It's like this whole thing. So, <laughs> so I just. Why don't you just call her the, the, the homeless lady? The homeless. The, the bag lady. Bag lady. There you go. Bag the, lady. She'll the, be like, why is she the bag lady? The pigeon lady from know. Home Alone 2. Yeah. Just, just say, I don't know. It's just a name. And then when she's a grown-up, she'll laugh. Luckily, or cry. we don't have to talk to talk about her very much. That is lucky. It's very lucky. I I'm in a hard position with mine because while I want to be real on the podcast and vent about stuff, at the same time she listens to podcasts. She could stumble on this at any time. Mm-hmm. And with how lose her yes, freaking mind. Yes. With how she goes off about things sometimes, even if it were 10 years from now, and I didn't even remember making this episode, and we have 500 episodes out, because we totally will in 10 years, and she stumbled upon this and I said something, she would still lose her shit as if I said it yesterday. I just know. Yeah. That's the thing about ex-baby mamas. They're an ex for a reason, and usually it's for drudging up dumb shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for the record, I I want her to be happy. Like I want her to have a good life, and I hope that we can not talk crap on each other in front of my stepdaughter. Because I never talk crap on her in front of my stepdaughter. Because <laughs> not even like sarcastically, like your mom's so nice. <laughs> I really enjoy talking to her. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> Just sometimes because she's she's not working right now. 
So the other day we drove by and my stepdaughter was like, look, that's my mom's work. And my husband was like, not anymore, you know, because she hasn't had a job in a while. So then we both snicker to each other, but we just kind of <laughs> You both high five yeah. in the front seat. Yeah, got her. <laughs> yeah. As your stepdaughter yeah. cries in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's how it goes. No. Uh, no, I don't think I... Like, sometimes she'll leave the room after being like, my mom said that we're going to buy blah, 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 and it, like all this stuff. And I'll sometimes look at Steve like, that seems irresponsible. Yeah. But I don't ever say it to her. And I do try to like, if she says, oh, my mom got these cute shoes, blah, 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 and goes on for 20 minutes about her mom's new shoes. Then I do try to be like, oh, those sound really cute. Those sound dumb as shit. <laughs> why would you, you buy those? Those are horrible. I hate those shoes. <laughs> hate your mom. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Or or if we see something at the store that's like cats or something, I'd, I'd say, like, oh, your mom would like that. Or I try, like, I'll take her shopping for her mom's stuff sometimes. I try to be very, like, I want, I want her mom to feel welcome. Like, if she ever had to come to, like, what if Lily was getting married? And there was a bridal shower here. I don't want to have two fucking separate parties. It's stupid. So we should all just get along and be cordial and see each other at stuff like that, which we've done a couple times, but it took several years of dating for that to even happen. Jen, sometimes you just got to let go of a dream, you know? <laughs> sometimes you're just not meant to make the Olympics or, you know, you're never going to buy that dream car. You just got to let go of that dream. I know. My my husband used to hope that uh, we could do, like, double dates together or even, like, go to the movies. Or I love scary movies, like, so much, and he hates them. And she loves them, too, a lot. So I've even thought a couple times, oh, maybe in the future we could go to like scary movies together and and Steve could watch Lily or something like that. And no, that's... Girlfriends, girl trip. (laughs) I don't think that 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 it would ever get to that point. Let's go get mimosas and dig a shallow grave. (laughs) No, we, uh, yeah, we lucked out. She's out of the picture. I don't even, I think I got a letter from my ex. A month ago to my daughter that was just like i hope you're enjoying school uh, uh, and having good time in junior high question mark? <laughs> seriously and i was like all right this is garbage <laughs> she doesn't even know how old her own kid is like oh, that's so sad yeah yeah we're done done i th- i think being a part-time stepmom like people don't realize how much the bio mom affects your life in oh, yeah. ways that you didn't foresee because it's shitty because when you have a kid no one's if you complain about your kid and how bratty they were no one's like well, what'd you expect you knew what you were getting into when you had a baby no one says that but as a stepmom if you complain about your stepkid or the ex people are well you knew yeah we fucking knew but we didn't know you don't know what you don't know not only you that don't but know. Everyone gets married with the best of intentions. No one gets married and they're like, yes, this fucking marriage is going to end in two years. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to hate your whole family. We're not going on family vacations. <laughs> no one gets married like that. Everyone gets married like, this is going to be great. Yeah. This is going to work out. I'm going to take the good with the bad. Well, sometimes that bad is bad. Yeah. It's or, really or you bad. think it's bad, but the good so far outweighs it that I put up with it. And then, then later on, sometimes... Oh shit! Guess what? The good's not that great anymore. 
and the bad's really bad now. Like, you just, you never know. Yeah, you never know. Or, you know, in my situation, got married, got divorced, and it was bad for a long time, and that bad has turned into a good in where I have a great relationship with my ex's family. Yeah. Yeah, totally that's didn't unexpected. That. Yeah. You know, it all kind of flips and flops and yeah, moves and weaves and... And and you try really hard to build up that emotional barrier to not let, um, like, uh, my husband and his ex, they used to fight a lot in the beginning. And it's tapered off. Like, it goes a while. Like, I would much rather have a co-parenting relationship where they talk and get along and everything's fine. Right. But sometimes that would happen, and he's gotten better at just brushing it off. But it's it's hard, especially when I'm randomly brought into the fight, and she makes fun of Finley, which happened one time, which she did apologize really? for. Oh, yeah, I would have laid her out. I I was fucking pissed. Like I was like, we're I done. Flying we're not kick her. from the backyard, <laughs> like. We're, yeah, I, at that point, I was like, we're not helping her with a single thing. Like, we are not talking to her, email only. Like, I was pissed. And she apologized, cause, which is good. Like, she saw she crossed a line and was like, I'm, I should have never you said know what? that. I, I hate that. I hate the, oh, she apologized. No, she's still a bitch. She knew where that line was before she went there. That's true. That's she true. knew. And that's, that's why she went across and that there were, line. And even though I went back on some of the okay I need to calm down a little bit I still have that now I know that you'll go there so we can't ever be that level of friends or I can't ever trust you that much because if you're willing to go to that point what the fuck else are you willing to do that's kind of like did you hear about the scary did you hear about the lady who got oh man she got in trouble last month or a month ago from saying the n-word at some restaurant and some lady Mm. the lady was having dinner talking just doing her own thing and some old white hoity lady was like you need to stop and the table's like excuse us she's like you need to stop being so loud <laughs> and they were like we're having dinner we're not being any loud that someone was and then she's just like you're just a bunch of n-words and just oh, lets wow. it fly <laughs> then later in the interview on the news she goes she goes well i, I had ptsd because it was so loud and so noisy Okay. And then five minutes later, she's like, well, I was just angry. And I used the N-word because I knew it would make them angry. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you So can- you wanted to make them angry, but now you're pissed that everyone's pissed at you? Right. And that so you use sense. a different excuse. And that's that stupid apology. Yeah. They cross those lines because they know they're a line to be crossed. Yeah. Yeah. And when pe- I have no say sorry to me. Fuck you. <laughs> You went across the line. It is war from here on out. Yeah. <laughs> I am scorched earth when it comes to exes. Just nothing survives. No, no empathy, no remorse. Just I have death, dead zone. I don't think I have a single ex that I am on good terms with. How many exes do you have? Ah, oh, fuck. You're putting me in the spot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Mikhail's like, ooh, good question. <laughs> I'll say under 10. Well, I'll not ex-wives. They're I'm, not wives. Yeah. <laughs> okay, one ex-wife and then ex-girlfriends. Mm. So under 10. But it was never one of those things where it was like, oh, let's get back together. We're so good together. It was like, no, fuck you. We broke up for a reason. Yeah. Like, we're done. Yeah. Kind of like, also like, 
when I when I filed for divorce, we talked about this. I filed for divorce. I left, let my ex live in the apartment. You let her live? That's good. <laughs> had a choice. Had a choice to make. <laughs> Kill her. Let her live. <laughs> it's easier to get a divorce if they're still alive. Uh, yeah. It's a, uh, it's a little questionable if they go disappearing uh, <laughs> in the middle of a divorce. That's a lot, true. A lot of people ask, well, were you guys having sex? No. Really? No, not at all. She, she was a disgusting human being. <laughs> I had no ounce of attraction or love left for that woman when I filed those divorce papers. I filed those and it was a fuck you, you're dead to me. <laughs> and nothing. Me, me and my husband were at, we were friends when we first met because we worked together and I was married and he was with his ex. So it's weird because I went through a divorce and then he started going through a breakup. But with all the issues my stepdaughter had being born, they had to uh, live, move back in together to take care of her because right. she had to be hooked to machines. She needed to be fed certain times, all this stuff. And I was dating other people at the time, but I even thought, oh, they're living together. They're obviously going to start doing well, stuff and oh, get yeah. back together. Giggity, yeah, but... But apparently, no, it was just all for the baby. And that was that was it. Yeah. I was just like. But it's you do assume because it's like you've done it before. You're single and you're living together. Yeah. Like, come on. Of course. You just, it's, it's yeah. Cool you just assume like, no. a lot of people would. No, I had I don't have an ounce of love left for that woman. I think I told you a story about how we're. I'm with Mikhail, and we have my daughter, and we go to the mall in Seattle to meet up with her, and I'm standing next to my ex, and she tries holding my hand. Oh, yeah. You told me that's so creepy. Oh, my God. We're standing in the American <laughs> Girl doll store. My wife is off on her own doing her own thing so she can give my Did daughter- Did she wander away? And my ex, like, time to be together. <laughs> well, I can't let my daughter be with my ex alone. It's no. a court order. I have to be there. And so For in there. first time listeners, it's because she crazy. She crazy. And yeah. So. Yeah, don't leave. Well, plus she might run off with her again. So I'm standing there in the American Girl store. My ex is standing next to me. We're both watching my daughter. And I feel this hand touch. <laughs> not like not like brushing the out. Like the inside of your like hand a is a very intimate personal space. <laughs> and she went into that space. She like a spider unfurling its legs inside your hand. Come here. It was, oh, it was gross. And I like, I remember I like jumped, jumped away and I like put my hands up and I kind of like, sh my hands <laughs> like, like a spider. No, bad, bad, bad touch, bad, bad touch. And she just looked at me and I was uh -huh. just like, what the fuck is going on in your head that you think it's okay to hold my hand? That's where I think there has to be some sort of mental disability. Well, with her, yes. Yeah. Well, I I think that there's some possible emotional. Is it meant? Is it? It's the are, are you talking Alex baby no. mamas? No, the ones like like mine that's willing to go to as far as she has with some of her insults and comments and and mine trying to hold my hand. Yes. What a bitch. Yeah, there has to be some sort of mental issue. I, I think they're the same they're the same kids that grew up through school that didn't face consequences for their actions. 
my ex slept around a lot and did a lot of stuff she shouldn't have done as a teenager. And she just didn't face consequences, hmm. you know. And so I don't think that's what her life was che- like. Cheating though. was cheating, hmm. you know. Yeah. And doing whatever, you know. And her parents never got her treatment mentally because at the time she just kind of seemed like a crazy hormonal teenager. Mm, yeah, it'd be hard at that age to kind of diagnose. Well, now she's just fucking crazy. <laughs> but yeah, there's got to be something that... Just like that lady who went off and used the N-word. There has to be something. Because in that moment, I'm sure they totally... It feels justifiable. It feels like this is deserved. This is what I need to say because people need to take me seriously. Well, and then when they click back to reality, they're like, oh shit or i think part of it even they lie to themselves like no it wasn't that bad i wasn't that mean and that's why therapy is so hard for these kind of people um bpd narcissism things like that it's and it's totally that narcissism it's that ability to create a situation where you might be able to be the victim yeah where you can be the aggressor and the victim if you're the victim all the time that's a red flag to yourself yeah, I had, I had to tell my daughter, I had to tell my daughter this the other day. I didn't use these words, but I just thought I was like, look, if you run into one asshole during your day, that person's an asshole. But if you run into like five assholes, you're, <laughs> you're probably the, the asshole. asshole. That's very And you true. need to figure things out. But these people never consider the fact that they could be the asshole. No. They just don't. No, because they justify everything. Even when they're mad or mean, it's, well, I did it because of this doesn't fucking matter you were still an asshole all right so totally off top well okay so this is another maybe another way of thinking about ex-baby mamas that's dating them so when i got divorced and i was going into the dating pool that dating pool is shallow (laughs) and it is full of baby mamas Uh, and so you're dealing with other people's crazy not that being divorced or being single with a kid makes you crazy because we know it doesn't. Yeah. We know that it's every once in a <laughs> while, but still, yeah, trying to deal with that manipulative narcissism on a first date. <laughs> like, I, I well, most of them won't show it then. But they do. Oh. And you're just like, who the fuck do you think you are? (laughs) Like, I had so many first dates and no second dates because I was just like, nope, you're crazy. I can't do this. You know? One time went out on a first date. It was a guy from Plenty of Fish. And we met at a shake place. And we both got big giant shakes. And I couldn't finish mine because they're giant and I'm small. And I finished like a third of it. And he said, are you going to eat that? And I said, I don't know. I might save it for later. And he said, well, if you don't, I'll take it home. My roommate will totally eat that for you. (laughs) And and it was so awkward. I said, no, I think I'll take it. Thank you. And then I didn't see him again. That's funny. Oh, and he also brought me flowers and they were clearly picked from someone's garden on the way there because they were tulips and they got the, was, they got the roots and everything <laughs> just like ripped floppy. right out of the ground <laughs> it was it was interesting here's some flowers with some dirt attached <laughs> yeah but yeah man dating dating that Dating's single hard. mom pool was hard because there are so many like that that their divorce was their 
husband being the bad guy and they were always the victim. Mm. And it's hard to it's hard to get any honesty out of that. Yeah. If if on a first date, whoever I was with couldn't articulate to me how they fucked up. Not that like, I was like, all right, first date, name, age, <laughs> how'd you fuck up your relationship? But you get on that topic. You're not supposed to, but you get on the topic of exes and past relationships. Yeah, if you think you did nothing wrong and your marriage fell apart. Like, I got cheated on in my first marriage, and I still know stuff that I fucked up on, and I fixed it afterward. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, even if they're not real things that you really fucked up on, it's that guilt and worry of maybe I wronged this person somehow. Yeah. Well, I know a big thing for me, my ex-husband used to always complain that I didn't have any friends and that every time he went out, he felt guilty because he knew I was just sitting at home by myself and he was out with his friends having a good time. Still hasn't and... changed. She still has zero <laughs> friends. None. Who are you? Anyway. I get paid to be here. So. <laughs> I forgot I pay you. <laughs> so I I realized that's a lot of pressure on somebody. That's so much pressure because if if there's not that give and take, like Steve's gone out a couple times and left me with both girls and he feels so guilty and he's right. always, are you sure I should go play poker? And I'm like, yeah, go with your friends. That way when I go with my friends, I peace out and I don't feel guilty because we we both do it and it's that give and take and we both have a good time and it's awesome but if I were the one going out all the time even without kids it it doesn't feel good I'm sure yeah it, it, it was, is a lot of pressure to be someone's everything yeah and my ex-husband felt that and also I I made more money than him how dare and you I think, you're such a jerk I know I think he this felt... is what the 15th time you brought that up on this podcast Jeez. <laughs> yeah. man so hey Jen bragger. how much money did you make when you were married before <laughs> so much when I was 20 oh my gosh I made so much money at 20 years old no it's because he jumped from job to job so of course I made money I was at the same job forever so anyway I think he felt emasculated Mm -hmm. because the girl he cheated on me with was his underling at work which i've never i've never understood the whole i'm the man i make all the money yeah i I have think it was because he was such a woman in other ways i have told my wife repeatedly look go to school become a physician's assistant I will be your stay-at-home trophy bitch. I, I don't care. The house will be spotless. You will have gourmet food every night for dinner. Like, everything will be taken care of. I'm totally fine. I will wear a negligee if, if it'll help sell the deal. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that would be... I, I, I couldn't be a stay-at-home parent. I would go crazy. I need... I need something. See, the thing is, I have so many hobbies that you never do have get so touched. Many hobbies. That if I had a kid at school and I had a good four or five hours to do what I want after doing all the chores, I'd be the best magician, guitar playing, <laughs> video game, game killing. <laughs> yeah. I'd... But remember when I was on maternity leave and you were by yourself for months? Yeah, but I was by myself at work, not by myself around my stuff. I was by myself at home with a baby, and it's still you still miss people a yeah. lot. Yeah. A lot. That's why I'd have my mom group that I'd go with. 
So <laughs> I'd go see movies on Mondays with the mom group. <laughs> Tuesdays, I'd pick my daughter earlier from school. We'd go to the park. That would work because all the mom groups online are not for working moms. There's always shit on weekdays. Or dads. Or dads. When it's I ha- frustrating. I had my daughter for a summer, and my job gave me the summer off so I could spend nice. it with my daughter. Paid, which was amazing. What? Trying to find groups that would allow me a dad. Ugh. Even taking my daughter to those, like, you know, kids' movies on a Tuesday at noon where it's, like, some, like, old DreamWorks movie from 10 years ago. I'd get dirty looks walking into the theater Seriously? with my daughter. That's like, so it's sad. a fucking public place. Yeah. But, yeah, Jeez. they're very strict about the mommy and me. That's like, so annoying. Fine. I'm going to take her to a gun club. <laughs> We're going to go shoot some pool at the bar. <laughs> and we did. And we did. Nice. Yeah. That'd be fun. I'm sure she loved it. So what advice do you have for people dealing with a crazy baby mama? I think that you need to have a good support system. And it needs to be other stepmoms that are in your situation. Even if that's online. Did you? Online. Sound like I said online. Online. Go online. Hang on. Online. <laughs> that's good. Or <laughs> That could be on. your job. For our, we have a, we have a huge listener base over the age of sixty. <laughs> it's called on the interwebs. Mm. Open up your Lycos search engine, <laughs> your Netscape your Navigator, <laughs> and go online. Anyway, online. online. <laughs> <Are you> done? <laughs> so, have a good support system. Where? Online. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you can find them in person, that's even better. But I try to vent with my to my friends, and they're they're like well intentioned, but a lot of the time it's just like, well, don't do it, or well, like it's always short, like well, why? And then when we later do a favor for her, or if or if my husband's helping her with something, they're like, why why are you helping her? And not realizing that, oh, she let us have our stepdaughter for this time. And, you know, we've been getting along. So if she says, hey, could you help me with this real quick? It's not a big deal. Yeah, I think that's the hardest thing is just being willing to, I guess, change your approach. And it's almost like weathering a hurricane. Yeah. You have to realize when that eye of the storm is over you and it's calm as shit that's when you that's when you build a foundation yeah that's you build you, up walls because you know that that eye of the storm doesn't last and it mm-hmm. is moving on and that foundation might help but you could also enjoy it too while it's there like if you're both getting along and doing stuff for each other and having a good co-parenting relationship that's great and you know it's coming don't have that false hope like we had for many years that there wouldn't be some explosion and that it would end. But it it comes in waves and the stretches between storms are getting longer each time, it seems like. That's good. Which I think it's because she's working on herself a lot and getting help, which is awesome. Like, I'm in therapy. Everybody needs help. It's fine. Yeah. So I th- I think that that she's doing quite a bit, which is nice. But there's there's other factors too. Like for example, we were on a date this weekend, 
And my husband had been out of town for a week. And so I found a sitter for my daughter to stay overnight so that we could go on a nice date. I took him to the new Fast Furious movie and ice cream and stuff. Romantic. I know. It's his favorite. So so we were there and our doorbell rings. And we have one of those ring doorbell systems. And so we answer it just to see who's bugging us. And it's Lily, my stepdaughter, who is 10. And we're like, what the f- Fuck. And and my husband's like, Lily, Lily, what's wrong? Well, she's like, and hey, hey, sorry to bug you guys. I just need some gas money. <laughs> no. I, uh, I picked up this hitchhiker down the street. <laughs> We're both going to go do an eight ball. <laughs> yep. So I was thinking, did she run away? Did her mom get in a car accident nearby and she ran to our house for help? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Did her mom just try to drop her off because she was sick of her? And, and we couldn't hear her. And she's like yelling at the doorbell. And we finally hear, you need to come here. I can't hear you. And my husband's like, we're not home. We're, we're gone. And you can hear people like in the background, I'm sure. And then she just takes off. And that's the end. And I'm like, what the shit was that? Where did she go? What is happening? So I'm freaking out because I'm thinking what's wrong. Like, is she... She didn't look too distraught, but she looked kind of nervous. Was she in jogging clothes? No. <laughs> was she up for a jog? She was in normal clothes at 10. Yeah, a 10-mile jog. And so we go out to the car and try to look at it on my phone. And, and yeah, she just she just takes off. So we, we call her, the mama multiple times and no answer. And I'm like, should we go to her house? Because what if she did just drop? Like, I don't know. So we start driving to her house in the middle of our fucking date, which is super annoying, but I was worried too. So so on the way there, we get an email saying that she dropped her phone in water and she was letting us know for pickup time in the morning for Lily because she didn't know any other way to get a hold of us. I don't know why she didn't email in the first place. I think they were nearby, so she's like, let's just stop by. But she'd never, ever been to our house before. So it was just shocking. Like, never, not once. Really? Never. She's never been here in the three years. She's been to my house. <laughs> That's true. And she was a nightmare. <laughs> That's true. So, so it startled us. So then she, like, she finally got, I think she got a new phone or something working. And she saw our messages that were like, do we call someone? What is happening? We're worried. The five Amber alerts going off. Exactly. And she was she was so sorry. She was so apologetic and nice. And she's like, I do not blame you. I would have been freaking out too. I didn't even think that you guys had a doorbell like that. I didn't know. I'm so sorry. So she was really, really cool. All right. But at that point, because I know Jen, how long (laughs) did it take you to get the argument that was in your head to go away? Because I know that you had it loaded up. I know you're just gonna be like, What the fuck are you doing? Why are you coming to my house? So Why is Lily out going out the door? Yeah. Did you have to be like, yeah, there was. That's nice of you, but I'm going to need 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm going to go yell in the backyard. We didn't, we didn't hear that part of it until like later. So all we knew was that she dropped her phone. So I was like, that makes kind of sense. But initially, I was like, she needs to know that she cannot just come by my house and drop off her kid. Like, what kind of psycho does that? Which I'm glad she doesn't do that because that's a whole other level of psycho. If you don't even check if the parents are home or you're just willing to be like, fuck you, get out of my house at any point and just disrupt somebody's whole weekend. Like, that's a whole I'm glad that she's not that kind of because they're they're out there. 
Mm-hmm. There's that kind of, or baby mommies or daddies that are just like, I can't take them this weekend. Sorry, I have plans. That used to happen to one of my friends all the time. And and she'd just be like, I, I have plans too. I was expecting the kids to go to your house. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? You can't, you can't live like that. You can't. It's, no. No. So I'm glad that it was something logical and that it wasn't some crazy madness because yeah there was a million arguments in my head that i thought shit was gonna go down (laughs) yeah i know i know if that was my daughter she also would have been in tears because she couldn't (laughs) hear us so i know that she'd be crying so all we'd see on the camera is just her in tears alone in the middle of the night if i saw that i would have i i would be so worried (laughs) i already was so worried so we learned very quick when my daughter came down to live with us to ignore just about everything she cries about <laughs> because everything was the worst. Did I tell you about the time she was down at my dad's? My wife and I are supposed to have like a date night. So my dad came and picked my daughter up from school, took her back down. Uh, he lives in a city called American Fork. So it's a good 30-minute drive. So my wife and I, we're going to have this nice date night, right? So we get home from work. We get the dog, we've taken the dog to the dog park, and I get a call from my dad, and he's crazy. <laughs> and I hear my daughter in the background screaming like Ooh. she lost an appendage or something. <laughs> and my dad's like, I don't know what to do. She, she got a sliver, and it's all the way through her hand, and she's screaming, and I don't know what to do. And I was like, calm down. I can't calm down because she's screaming, and she's bleeding, and I don't know what to do. <laughs> so in my head, I was like, holy fuck, did she get an entire tree through her hand? <laughs> you know, so I asked my dad, I'm like, I'm like, hey, I call him up, hey, I need you to send me a picture. I can't send you a picture, I'm busy right now. <laughs> send me a picture. He's like, I don't know what the hell to do. I'm so sick of this shit. And he hangs up and he sends me a picture and it was blurry as hell. So we get the dog loaded up. All right, we'll be down there in a little bit. And my dad's like i'm taking her to instacare so we get to instacare and the whole time we're going i'm telling my wife i'm like i'm telling you it's something so small and so tiny (laughs) we get to instacare they rush us in the back room my dad's there standing in the corner my daughter's crying (laughs) and she's got a sliver in her finger that you could have just pulled out with, <laughs> with some tweezers. Oh, and I look man. at my dad, and he's got that hand over the face like, oh, fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> I overreacted. <laughs> and so the nurse is standing there, and he's like, well, you're already here, so do you want me to remove it, or do you guys just want to go home? Might and as well. I looked at my dad. This is probably the most, like, I was such a dick in doing this. I looked him in the eyes, and I said, we're already here. I'm already spending the money, so you might as well. <laughs> and so sure enough, the guy goes over and takes tweezers Doink. and pops it right out. My daughter's fine. We walk out. My dad's just like, I am so sorry. It's like, yeah, she screams her head off at everything. Just ignore it. Sure enough, two weeks later, toenail rips right off. Ooh. It's like nothing. She just goes on playing. She's fine. She's happy. You know, she says, oh, it hurts a little bit, sore a little bit. Jeez. Kids are nuts, dude. Yeah. So I'm telling you, if she couldn't hear us, she'd be in tears. And all we'd see is her crying and be like, why the fuck is she at our house crying? (laughs) So, yeah, you're not alone in how you overreacted. I would have overreacted. (laughs) It's hard not to in the moment. 
It is. It really Which is. Which I do, like, I, I, I try very hard not to because then Steve gets defensive. But my knee-jerk reaction is like, what the fuck is she thinking? What is happening? What the? And then I get mad. And then he's like, I don't know. I don't know. Not realizing these are rhetorical questions and I'm just spouting off shit. But he's trying to fix it for me because he's nice. But so he's like, I don't know. I don't know anything. <laughs> I'm like, I know you don't know. I'm just speculating. Okay. Yeah. You need to realize that when you do that, it's like if you're, hey, Steve, I need you to fix all these broken dishes. And I'm just going to drop them all in your hands <laughs> over and over and over. randomly. <laughs> and so I can see where he's pretty just like, soon. He just throws the dishes and mm-hmm. is like, I don't know. Yep, exactly. Because yeah. you're piling all this random. I've, I've tried. I'm working on it. Because Mikkel and I used to be the exact same way <laughs> when my ex was more in the picture. She gets so angry so quick. And I'm like, holy shit, calm down. <laughs> like, You've been dealing with this for two months. I've been dealing with this for like six <laughs> years. Like, just chill. It's okay. It's, it's hard because, like, none of us were, I'm going to grow up and be a step parent. That sounds fucking great. Let's have an ex and some baggage. I and did. When I was in kindergarten, I was like, I want to be divorced. <laughs> I want to be a stepdaddy when I grow up. <laughs> I no. want to be angry. <laughs> Nobody plans for this. So... When all of a sudden you find like the perfect guy and he happens to have all this stuff that comes with him that you weren't envisioning in your life. And then on top of that, you have some mild expectations like going on a date night or something small. Unreasonable expectations. Totally unreasonable. I should never try to do anything. And, and then it gets hijacked because of that. You get so mad. Whereas I think I think guys, there you, you guys expect it to be hijacked. You're more used to things being hijacked. You have a kid for longer than we've been around, so well, they got hijacked by the kid too. Yeah, it's because we're already knee deep in that quicksand. Yeah, you're just starting. And if the kid randomly throws throws up, your your night's over. You're not going to your friends. You're hanging out at home taking care of a kid. When when you marry someone who has a kid or has been divorced. You need to realize that, yeah, they're knee-deep, maybe even waist-deep in quicksand, and they're telling you, oh, it's nice in here. <laughs> so warm. Oh, it's so, it oh, this, envelops you. <laughs> this quicksand is so nice this time of year. You should come on in. Come on in. <laughs> so when yeah, you're freaking out, that, so you're when you're freaking out that like, your shoes are covered in sand, they're like, it's okay. <laughs> Come on in. Get in here, silly. That sounds about right. <laughs> So, so the initial reaction for me is to be like irate, but after about five or ten minutes, which I don't take it out on him, I'm just spouting out things I'm mad at in general, and then I calm down and I'm like, okay, it's it's fine. It wasn't that big of a deal. It kind of sucked, but but I need that like moment of venting. That craziness. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. craziness. <laughs> See, but you're, you're someone's crazy ass. It's true, but I, I don't take it out on people, which <laughs> I think is good. I just, like, go insane by myself for a minute. I don't yell at my husband ever. I don't, <laughs> I'm going to talk to that bitch, and I'm going to tell her, you know, I don't ever try to contact her or anything. You're like that Simpsons episode when grandpa's yelling at the cloud and it makes the news it's like old man yells at cloud and he's got his <laughs> pretty much up. yeah just need to yell at it for a minute and then i'm fine yeah. and i move on and it's great and then we ended up having a great day night and it was totally fine well that was a very 
roundabout. I don't even remember the crazily <laughs> misguided way of giving people advice with their baby mamas. Oh yeah, to get a support system. <laughs> That's how you get a support system. It's exactly those steps. Walk your neighborhood at about eight thirty o'clock at night. Yell and at if clouds. you see other people yelling at clouds, those are your They're people. Your friends. Why are you yelling at the cloud? Because <laughs> of the president. Oh, why are you yelling at the cloud? I don't know where I am. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, should we jump into a segment or two, Jen? I don't know. Has it already been that long? Um, we have currently been recording for six months. Mm-hmm. I only got through one of my four things <laughs> to talk about. What else I'll do you just got? do the other ones really shortly. Don't ever expect your husband to be able to relate and understand how you feel about the ex because he's not in your situation. He can't understand. And I'm sorry and it sucks. And he wants to, but you, he can't. You can't relate either. Yeah, you can't relate to him. Yeah. All you can do is empathize with each other. Be a team. Put your marriage first. Empathize. Mikkel would apologize all the time. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. And I have to tell her, look... You have your own level of being pissed off, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Just because you weren't here in the beginning doesn't mean that you can't be pissed off. You can absolutely be pissed off. You have that right. Stop apologizing. It's okay to be pissed off. It affects you, and you see how it affects me, and you see how it affects our daughter. Mm-hmm. So you can get pissed off. That's okay. Yeah, I I feel like I can't get pissed off, so maybe, maybe I need to just tell my husband I need to just get pissed off for a minute. Well, it's just like, I mean, ch- take take the X out of the equation. What if it was the car? Yeah. Would you be okay being pissed off? Yeah. The engine threw a rod. I think that's a thing. Steve will correct me next week. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> that's not a thing. I can tell you that's not I'm a thing. I'm pretty sure an engine can throw a rod. <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> I'm... Okay. <laughs> are we? Let's let's put a bet on this. Okay. What are we Don't betting? Just look at my bobby pin. Like you're gonna bet my stuff. <laughs> what are you're we looking betting? around at the room? What in here can I give back to you? Uh, drink, like an alcoholic drink. Like a like, I have to go to a bar and get a mixed drink and drive it to your house. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in the car. Sorry, officer. It's not mine. I swear. <laughs> we don't live no, in Narlins. No, like, but the next time, or or when you come over for a game night, then then you make me a drink. So we're calling this a bottle of. Not a whole whiskey? bottle. No, just a drink. Settle down. <laughs> I'm not that rich. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll bet you a drink that an engine can throw a rod. Okay. So, husband, <laughs> if that really happened, you'd be okay to be pissed. And you know he'd be honest because he has no problem telling me I'm wrong. <laughs> Is this still about the bet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I not for a second question Steve's um, allegiance to me. So he I probably know, shouldn't. I know that even if I was wrong, he'd cover for me because mm-hmm. I love him. <laughs> We're in love. <laughs> He held Good my luck. hand. He held my hand once at an American Girl store. Did he? And you <laughs> liked it that time? It wasn't like a spider. But no, like I'm saying, if something happened with the car, you wouldn't go to Steve and say, hey, you can't be pissed about this. Or, hey, you shouldn't get mad about this. I think that's where he has a hard time because he's not, he doesn't react like pissed off at things. He's just, well, that sucks, but that is what it is. You know, Let's you've move got a on. good point. I don't think I've ever seen any other motion besides normal. From him? 
and then laughing at something stupid someone said. <laughs> I think those are the two emotions I've seen. Yeah. That's all right. I mean, it, it, he does have other emotions, obviously, but it takes a lot. I'm just going to try harder. To piss him off? I'm just going to try or make him cry. Oh, that's good. Yep. <laughs> Here it comes, Steve. I'm going to piss you off and make you cry. That's so sad. Um, so another one was that your schedule is going to get thrown out the window. That's number three. Mm-hmm. And if you have something important that you want to do around the holidays or whatever, as a step parent, don't be too picky. Don't say you have this elaborate plan because it's going to get fucked up. That's life. That's not just dealing with exes, but it's just even more. I, I was, was going to say that's kids in general. Yeah. That's just how it's it just adding. It's like as if you're adding two other families into your planning. Yep. It's just going to get messed up. So no one can read your mind, so just say it's really important for me that we look at lights at some point for Christmas. Okay. I didn't know where you were going there. Just something. Okay. Just communicate. It was last Christmas. I remember this. We talked about this. <laughs> so, <laughs> clearly, clearly you haven't gotten over it. That's Number four. <laughs> eight, eight months later, almost to the day. We, we, we did. Let's just move on. How much your stepkids misconstrue things. This is all kids, but when you're co-parenting, you have to talk to each other because we noticed they used to get mad at each other just basing things off of what my stepdaughter would say. You can't trust them. They're idiots. And plus, did you not play your fucking parents when you were a kid? All the time. Oh, you would try. You knew, oh, dad will let me do this. Mom won't. So I'm going to ask dad. Or you don't ask any of them, and when they're saying, what are you doing? Just say, mom said it was okay. Yeah. Like, yep. and then that's you run. what all kids do. You run for your life. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine being a kid with parents in two different houses. It's even easier. Of course you're going to try. So you can't really get mad at your kids for doing this very normal thing. I mean, it's emotional intelligence. Not only that, but they tell the other people some shit about you. They'll tell you you're dirt. They will. That what? Lily, when she talks to her mom, <laughs> no, she doesn't. Oh, all kids do. <laughs> all kids so. do. They probably joke, joke, talk trash. I'm sure. No, but all all kids like she, like we went and picked my daughter up from my in laws and found out that she told my in laws that my wife had said the f word. Oh, they're like, where did this <laughs> come awesome. from? That's awesome. So I think that Lily's scared of the reaction that happens and the fight that follows. Like she's been in some really bad fights between them that she doesn't do that. But normal kids probably do. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Can. So if you like one time we asked her, oh, are you hungry? Yeah, I haven't eaten all day. And it was like one. And we're like, your mom didn't feed you. No. So then I clarify did she offer your you food and you said no? Yeah. So let's just fucking say that at least. Like, don't just, oh, I'm so hungry. I wasn't my mom, fed. My mom starves me and yeah. I had to eat a shoe once. <laughs> yeah. Well, did your mom offer you food? Yeah. Did you choose to eat your shoe? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if it's something like that, I know that her mom is has her fed she's gonna take her to school she's gonna go school shopping for her she's gonna take care of her i know that so if my stepdaughter says something as if her mom didn't take care of her in some way i'm calling bullshit Mm -hmm. that is one thing that i trust so you you gotta you should have that co-parenting and i hope that you even though it sucks sometimes dealing with the ex like 
you want the parents to have that co-parenting. And if right. you can be involved too, like I try to give feedback and input and I don't talk to her directly, but still she at least like sometimes has taken a couple of my like, oh, you, you maybe you could try this. And it's, it's nice because I want to be involved in the parenting too. I think it should be a team effort. The more people you have influencing your kid and wanting their life to be better and loving them, there's that's great. Right. Like the I love that my daughter loves the daycare lady, Dina, 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 and that she gets excited to see her and her son. And if her son's asleep when she gets there and she hears her son wake up, she goes running into her his room screaming his name and they like point at each other through the bars of the crib and it's so cute and I love that. I didn't tell you that I saw them the other day. I know, I heard that randomly and I was like, What the why were you with my kid? And I was and it was weird. <laughs> I was gonna send you a picture, but I thought that'd be really creepy. It would have been funny though. That's went, something like I would have done. Because I went to Dina's <laughs> to pick up a gift for Mikkel for our anniversary. And so I had to go to their house during the middle of the day. <laughs> and Ben and Finley were eating lunch. And I was looking at them, and they, all the kids, there was two other kids there. They all stopped and just, like, stared at me. And I was like, don't <laughs> fucking judge me. Like, yes, okay, this is how I dress every day, all right? I don't take pride in how I look. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> but then I was like, I'm going to send a picture. And I was like, no, really creepy. <laughs> that would have been funny. Oh, that's another thing that got better. After I had my baby, I think, I don't know if she didn't feel like I wasn't trying to be mom as much or wasn't as worried about that or we could relate more i don't know what it was but all of a sudden she started being much more welcoming of me it's because you're not capable of loving a child until you've pushed one out of yourself oh yeah i read that you know that sounds like something that i read it in a, should hear. <laughs> i read it in a greeting card once are you listening Miguel? <laughs> But All no, the step parents just fell off this podcast. There's like, there's yeah. a little truth to the way that people act around that. Because my wife will encounter that too, where people will talk about having kids and raising kids, and she gets discounted because she didn't push one out of her vagina. It sucks because it it is a different kind of love. Like, I love them both, but I love them differently. And my therapist has a stepkid, a bio kid, and an adopted kid. He has all three. I'm like, did you do this just so you could be a better therapist? Is that what And he laughed and said no. But he he said the same thing. Like, it's they're all so different. You And you don't know that I until love, you know. I love you enough to save you from a fire. <laughs> I love you enough to jump in and save you if you're drowning. <laughs> and I love you enough to let you go. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was all I had. Yay! Let's talk about X, baby, mamas. All right, Jen. Wait, I want to do my true crime, <laughs> not my one-up. You don't want to do your one-up for game over? I'll do, so I will quick one-up. All right, one-up game over. My daughter. Wait, you can't start doing it now. We got to do like an intro or we got to like oh, yeah. this say is... what, we have so many listeners now. <laughs> We're getting emails in from all over the world. Nonstop, <laughs> I like it's cra- like crazy. <laughs> so the one up is when you've done something awesome as a parent, and the game over is when you did something pretty crappy and you suck and you're unqualified. I you, guess. Do you not have our segment intros with you? No, I don't want to do our segment intros. We could just talk about them. Well, no. One of our listeners kept complaining about them. Well, not like the like recorded one, but oh. where we just like say what it's about. I did. 
You did it so bad. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I'll do it. Mike, uh, no wonder they take so long. Do you want me to do it in a fun voice? No. <laughs> like an old time, like 1920s? Fine. All right. <clears throat> This is the part of the show where we share a one-up parenting moment or a game-over parenting moment. <laughs> this may sound like a fun kiddly... We, we don't need to talk about that kid part. Friendly that segment, the whole podcast but is not kid-friendly. Not so... That was <laughs> go kick your babies. That was, that was the complaint, <laughs> was that we talked about it not being kid-friendly, but the whole podcast isn't kid-friendly. I just said it wasn't kid-friendly and that they should go kick their babies. <laughs> So, yeah, it just got fucking not kid friendly. <laughs> Don't drop your mic. <laughs> We're still recording. All right. What's your what's your one over game up? It's it's a don't say that cuz it throws me off. It's a one up. My daughter was having a diaper day where she did not want her diapers on. So she just kept scanning. She would not lay down. And it was like I was pinning her down and felt like I was nearly abusing her because I was just trying to change her diaper. And you have to pin them sometimes. So she was standing there. So I did the diaper up before I put it on her like a like a pull up. And then I took her diaper off, wiped her and then just let her step into it and pulled it up like pants. And she was fine. And it was great. And it took two seconds. That is smart. I know. Right. Which I know the feeling of not wanting a diaper on and wanting it off. I'm sure you do. Because I was there Saturday. I went on a ride Saturday. I did 50 miles, a few thousand feet of climb. On a bike? Mm-hmm. So I had did my bibs on. Did you wear a on. diaper? No, I had my bibs on, which feels like a diaper. Oh. Except it's like Lycra. And uh, I don't understand bibs or Lycra. <laughs> uh. Pant, pantsy thingies and stretchy type material. Anyways, <laughs> wake up in the morning. I put them on at 7 a.m. We drive up to Park City. I do my ride, which takes three hours. And then we go all the way around. There's like an around ways you can go through Provo Canyon to get up to American Fork to pick something up from my dad. Then we had to go up to Murray and pick something up from my wife. By the time I got home, I had had these on for nine hours. Jeez. And I just wanted them off. Did you poop in them? Almost, man. I was <laughs> chafing like a kid. So I totally get it. I've been there. <laughs> but you'd, you'd think that they'd want one back on after. Oh, man. Once the not. breeze hits you. Oh, man. You just got to like, whoo, ah, let it all air out. So do you have a true crime? <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to read the true crime thing? Uh, No, this is this is. The show where, <laughs> this is, hang on, let me start over. <clears throat> True crime. This is where your kid's done something shitty and you somehow find out about it, but now we're also implementing a spouse true crime segment because some of our kids are one and they can't really get up to much. I don't think that was the intro. I don't think that's it how we wrote it. It was almost verbatim. <laughs> I don't think that's how we wrote it. Hey, Jen, guess what? Are you redoing it again? You're redoing both of my intros. School's but. back <laughs> no, in okay. session. It's true. School's back Parents rejoice. session. <laughs> song is so long. <laughs> well, I worried about my daughter and starting school again and stealing things, and it was three days into the new school year. 
just Check three. your backpack. Aubrey, what's this? Oh, my friend gave it to me. <laughs> no, the fuck she didn't. <laughs> so we had to ask her, Aubrey, do you give your friends things to be their friends? No. <laughs> then why are they giving you things, with quotation marks, to be your friend? So yeah. She she's like the, she's the Tom Sawyer of her school. What? Or is it Huckleberry Finn? Which is the one that, it's Huck Finn. Is she the Huckleberry Finn of her school? You know, Tom Sawyer was the author. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was just like, what the hell? Are we really starting the stealing thing three days in? Wow. So I had to take. Maybe she's testing you guys. She's like. I got to know that they're going to keep me in line, so I'm going to start out early. I got, oh, you know did. what? I'm going to steal things just to give my parents something to do. <laughs> yeah, they look bored. They look bored as shit. <laughs> I'm just going to help them out. No, I had to, like, take her to school the next morning and, like, put the stuff back on her friend's desk and, like, you don't do this. So I told her, I was like, look, you're 12 this year, sixth grade. I have higher expectations. Any stealing. Any pooping in her pants. We had a lot of poop in the last episode we talked about. I know. Any I pooping that. in her pants, any dishonesty of any type, and she's out of dance. She's out of basketball. Dang. She's out of her Girls on the Run program. I was like, they're yours to lose. Not only that, we told her today that we're so sick of like being on top. Hey, we got to go. How come your teeth aren't brushed? The new rule is we're not telling her anything. She knows when she has to be to school. She mm-hmm. knows when she has to be to dance. Mm-hmm. She knows when she has to be ready for things. If she's not, she's just going to go as is. That's smart. That's smart on you I guys. told my wife, I was like, it might take two or three times of her being really upset that she's at school and she's porky pigging it, but she'll learn. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know, porky pigging oh, it. Oh, because he does have pants. <laughs> it's just a shirt, no bottoms. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. So, that's- yeah. That's another thing that's hard about step parenting is you don't get to make those kind of decisions. So my stepdaughter has a mountain of homework every weekday. I don't We're get in, that. I it's fucking obnoxious. Sorry. It's really <laughs> obnoxious. <laughs> I wish I had something to reference for it being obnoxious. <laughs> I don't know. And she had two different musics. Musics, that's what we're gonna all call them. She's learning two musics. Two instruments last year, which to me that's one too many. Pick one fucking thing and Why let's focus on that. Because she wanted to. Oh well, that's on her then. Well, now she wants to do continue them after complaining about them all the time. Continue them and do choir on top of it. And both her parents are like, okay, if that's what she wants to do. That Why? sucks at home. Yeah, because now she has to practice multiple things. And she has all that homework on top of it. Not only that, but listen to kids practice instruments is just a certain type of hell I don't wish for any of my enemies. To a kid practice trombone? My brother (laughs) was learning violin. Oh, that that might be worse. And and I, I swear to God, I still get PTSD if I hear a certain type of latch that was like on his like closet. If I hear that, I just immediately, I just bolt out the door as fast as I can. Yeah. So that kind of stuff, I'm like, she's going to be bitching about, like, they have to know that she's going to be bitching about it. And, and that's what she wants to do. She's 10. She doesn't know any better. 
Yeah. She probably would sign up for like rock climbing and dance and five of other things because they sound fun and if they, she had the doing option. Doing a tour in Iraq. Yeah. She's like, I love tours. I like guns. That sounds fun. <laughs> I love tours. Blowing shit up? I love rocks. Kids. Stupid rocks. Anyway, so that's what's frustrating to be a stepmom because I know she's going to have meltdowns about it here and I have to deal with that too. And what? it sucks. I have no say. I have nothing to say. <laughs> it just sucks. I, yep, I have nothing nothing to add to that. That just, that sucks. So true crime. I have a spouse true crime. <laughs> I didn't even get finished mine. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> Seriously? Um, well, if, if anyone out there has experienced a kid who loves the life of crime and pooping their pants, <laughs> which is like... <laughs> It's like, remember Home Alone, the wet bandits? Yeah. She's the stinky bandit. Aww. Everywhere she goes, she just leaves a little poop. She's like Mr. Hanky, just leaving. <laughs> who, who stole his, oh, his Aubrey? Smell it. I got smell it. it. I used to leave a trail of poop when I was a little kid. That wasn't your fault, though. Yeah, you're right. It's because I was homeless. And no, tell the story. Trying to find my way back to where, where I needed to be. It's because I had a prosthetic leg when I was a kid. One of my legs is super short and skinny, and a diaper didn't close around it. <laughs> so when I was walking across the floor, <laughs> plop, plop, <laughs> where'd Cody go? I also had a Follow prosthetic leg when I was like one and two that didn't bend. It didn't have a knee. Oh. And I could prop myself up with it, fall asleep standing up. Really? Just be at church, just, hey, what's Cody doing? <laughs> I think he's asleep. He's being a flamingo he's, again. <laughs> yep, he's asleep. He, yep, he's totally wooden legging it. Sad. That's crazy. All right, what's your uh, spouse true crime? Hey, Jen, it's time for a true crime segment. What did Steve do now? <laughs> so I had just been talking to him about how our, our spouses disappear because we went out to dinner. I went out with your wife. She's so hot. I love her. And Ben had one of those backpacks that have the leashes on it, a little baby backpack so that they're on a leash. And, and Mikkel's like, apparently I need one of those when we go to the store. And I said, so does Steve. That's actually a great idea. So I was telling Steve how funny that was and how they're like the same person. And we went to a kid place the next day. It's like this museum and it has, it's, it's the Discovery Gateway. We went there. And it has tons of like rooms and different kids areas. And there's an upstairs and a downstairs. And I was watching the kids go down the slide. And I look over to say something to my husband. And I see him going away. And I'm like, hey. And he stops and turns around. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he gets this smirk. And he's like, I was going over here to look at something. And I'm like, were you going to wander away? And he said, yeah. So I was like, how about you not leave me with two fucking kids and you give me a heads up first? And he's like, okay. But I totally caught him. That was the first time that like I ever saw like his back and he was leaving. And I was able to be like, no, you come back here. Because usually I turn and he's just gone. We need to figure out a way. To create a device that we can attach to their bodies without them knowing. I bet if we embarrassed them, where, they wouldn't leave us. That It runs on low energy Bluetooth. So they've got a max of what, like 20 feet they can get away from us. And that shocks And if them? they break that range, they're incapacitated. Yeah. Yeah. It blows their head off. Just. <laughs> you did. Knocks them on the floor. 
as they're flopping around and be like, ha, guy. I would say that I would just like yell his name and embarrass him from now on, but he'd, he'd just leave. Probably he'd go home at that point and just pretend to not know me. It'd backfire. If anyone has any advice on <laughs> how to keep your spouses close, or keep your kids from stealing things at school. Or from their, their pants. Friends. Um, hit us up. If you also have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the show, email us at... Hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. And congratulations for surviving... Another fortnight of parenting. We'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Don't forget to tell your friends about us. Subscribe. Give us five stars on iTunes. Check out our website. Check out our Patreon. Check out the... Check out all of our stuff. Check Do out it. that new chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Spicy nuggets are back on Wendy's. Today, our episode is sponsored by... Fat. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the end of the podcast.